0: This is episode number nine for sheep and goat topics, and I'm Dr. Mike Neary, Extension Small Ruminant Specialist, Purdue University. On this episode, we'll discuss the historically poor hay quality for the winter of 2019-2020. We'll discuss the importance of hay testing, especially this year, and some supplementation strategies that will allow the use of poor quality hay. Before we start this discussion, I would like to inform the listeners about an upcoming webinar that will be held regarding this topic of poor hay quality. The webinar will be held on January 28, 2020, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. If you live in Indiana or Kentucky, there are viewing stations that will be available at specific county extension offices. Just ask your county extension office for a list of sites or it will be streamed live at ansc.tv, ansc.tv or through the Purdue Sheep and Goat Extension Facebook page. In the webinar, we will be able to go into more depth than is possible on a, than it is on a podcast. Back to the topic of this podcast. There is a lot of overly mature first-cutting hay throughout the Midwest this year primarily due to weather and excess rainfall. This is the second year in a row for either low quality hay or a shortage of hay in much of the country. This has the result of low stocks of hay and a high percentage of that hay that is marginal in quality. When one refers to hay quality it is in reference to the nutritional value of that hay. The problem with over hay is that the fibrous component of the plant has increased at the expense of the more soluble portions of the plant, such as sugars and proteins. This results in hay with a lower nutritional value. I've seen the results of a number of hay analyses this year from first cutting mixed-grass hays. The quality and nutritive value of some of the hays I've seen have been so poor it would be similar to feeding straw. On the other hand, There have been some hays I've seen results from that have been at least adequate, at least for mid-gestation feeding. The point is, without a hay test and the resulting nutritive analysis, producers won't know if they need supplementation or not for the hay that they have available to feed. I know for many years as a small ruminant specialist that a majority of producers do not routinely have their hay tested. However, this is absolutely the year to have your hay tested, whether it's hay you raised or whether it's hay you purchased. It's important to sample your hay properly to get accurate results back. We're not going to go into it on this podcast as there are a number of very high quality videos and publications out there on proper hay sampling techniques. Purdue has an excellent one through the Agronomy Department as well as other universities and extension services. Just do a search with hay sampling as the keywords, and you should get any number of excellent videos or publications to access. The problem with low quality hay feeding as the sole source of nutrition during mid and late gestation is there can be some real production consequences. Use and does can lose body weight, lose body condition, these are especially exasperated during cold weather. You can have thin ewes and does at kidding and lambing time. Uh, low birth weight kids and lambs can be born. They're at an increased risk of mortality. These low birth weight offspring also require more assistance suckling as they aren't as vigorous at birth. There can be low amounts of poor quality colostrum and if the ewes and does have been underfed during gestation, they can also have lower milk production during lactation. Some real production concerns. So once you get your hay analysis back, what do you look for on the report? Well, the things I look for are, and more than this, but the, real, the things I really for sure look for are uh, the percent dry matter, which is typically 80% higher in most mixed hays and typically range from about 82 to about 88% in, in the normal situation. Uh, the crude protein content of that forage or hay And this will largely depend upon the plant species that's in that hay and also the maturity when it's harvested. Uh, Adjusted crude protein simply takes into account any heat damage that occurred during curing. Uh, A big one I look for is what's referred to as NDF, which stands for neutral detergent fiber. Uh, Acid detergent fiber, or ADF, is also something that needs to be analyzed. And then energy content, either net energy or TDN most, result, most hay results will list both those energy uh, measurements. And then, of course, mineral content. Crude protein is self-explanatory. It's just simply the protein content in that hay. If crude protein is below 8% on a dry basis, then some protein supplementation will be needed. This is because the rumen microflora need about 7 to 8% protein to function properly In terms of feedstuff digestion and metabolism. If protein is too low, then the level of feedstuff digestion decreases and or slows down. This results in an already low energy hay being lower in energy due to reduced digestion and a slowed rate of passage through the gut. Energy content of the forage will usually be stated in the analysis by both the Net Energy System or by TDN. The energy status of your sheep and goats is a function of digestibility, digestibility of the forage and intake potential of the forage. A sheep or goat needs some level of absolute energy intake, either measured by megacalories or by pounds of TDN. If they are low on energy due to lowly digestible forage, poor intake potential, and complicated by cold weather and growing feed eye then they will pull from their body reserves, they will lose weight, and then they'll become thin and have a poor body condition score. Neutral detergent fiber, or often simply referred to as NDF, is a measure of the total fibrous content of the forage. This includes lignin, which is indigestible, cellulose, which is lowly digestible, and hemicellulose, which is partially digestible by ruminants. The real value of the NDF figure is that it can predict physical intake potential of the hay. The higher the NDF, the lower the amount the animal can physically consume as it predicts the bulkiness or fibrous component of the hay. If the hay analysis report doesn't give percent dry matter intake potential, some of them do, some of them don't, You can figure that number out yourself by taking the number 120 and dividing it by the percent NDF to get the percent of that animal's body weight that they can consume daily. I'm going to repeat that. Take the number 120 and divide it by the percent NDF that's on the hay analysis sheet to get the percent of that animal's body weight that they can consume daily. As an example. If we had a hay that had 54% NDF on a dry basis, we would divide 120 by 54, and that math works out to be 2.2%. That 2.2% means that animal can consume 2.2% of their body weight daily of this specific hay. Very important figure to know, especially in lower quality or marginal quality hays, how much they can physically eat. Mineral content of the hay sample will be given, be calcium, phosphorus, magnesium, etc., etc. With poor quality hay that's predominantly grass-based, it is imperative that the sheep or goats have access to a high-quality mineral mix, designed specifically for the uh, species in question, regardless of what the mineral content of the hay analysis says. Once the analysis of the hay sample is evaluated, it can be determined if supplemental supplemental energy or protein is needed. The first step can be to take the percent dry matter intake expected and see if the animals can physically consume enough. Most ewes and does in mid-gestation will need to consume 2.1 to 2.4 percent of their body weight daily in hay just to maintain themselves. If the intake potential is below 2 percent, there probably will need to be some supplement, supplemental feeding to that specific hay. There are a number of feeds that can be used to increase energy intake. Whole-shelled corn is usually the cheapest option but other feeds such as soybean hulls, other grains such as oats, wheat, barley, uh, some products can be used. They also contain significant amounts of protein in addition to the energy they provide. Uh, feedstuffs such as distiller's grain, corn gluten feed, and soybean meal, and don't overlook feeding some smaller amounts of higher quality hay as a supplement. If protein is needed to be added to make the hay more sound, feeds such as those previously mentioned, distiller's grains, corn gluten feed, feed, feed soybean meal, uh, higher protein hays or even possibly feeding a commercial protein supplement can be used. Often, only a small amount of additional protein will be needed daily, perhaps a quarter of a pound or slightly more, depending on the protein content of the supplemental feed being used. In cases such as this, you can figure the daily amount needed and double or triple this amount and feed it every second or third day to reduce labor needs. To design a supplementation strategy, there are some options. One is to take your hay analysis and animal information, such as their body weight and the production stage you want them to, that they'll be in, and work with a nutritionist to develop a plan. There are also some free ration balancing programs available online. For goats, the ration balancer available from Langston University is really good. For sheep, Montana State has an online program. The Maryland Small Ruminant website also has a spreadsheet-based program for both sheep and goats, which is really useful. Lastly, it is really important to monitor the body condition score of ewes and does if hay quality is suspect, especially if the winter is a cold one and there are a high number of multiple births expected. I would recommend evaluating body condition score every week or two. Make sure you get your hands on them and physically palpate them to determine body condition score. We have a video on how to determine body condition score in sheep available on YouTube. Just search Purdue Sheep Body Condition Score. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sheep and Goat Topics. If you found it helpful, please subscribe, rate the podcast, and tell other sheep and goat producers about it. Thank you.